Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. Here, coming to you live. I'm your host with the motherfucking most, Chuk Offer, and I'm your favorite co-host here. And I don't even know, man. I'm just here feeling good. How yeah. about you? I'm feeling pretty well, but I have to go ahead and interject and start this podcast by saying that I'm very, very sad to admit. Damn, sad to admit what, man? That my own nigga Ezgo, <laughs> oh, my brother, no, my sir. brother said that he. He is D-Lo. Hmm? He said he's D'Angelo Russell when it comes to you and your girl, bro. Like he, said, he, he said he's big snitching. He said he's big snitching. Yo, so anybody um, listening to this that's homies with Ezigo, just so you know, be sure to keep things under lock and key when you're around this nigga. I have to give him a <laughs> Every week, this man tries to start some other bullshit narrative trying to defame my character. I'm not going to let it prosper, and y'all won't either, because I know y'all know who I really am. Yo, this shit is tragic. How was your weekend, Be your man? own blood. <laughs> Fuck my weekend, dude. No, my weekend was great, man. Uh, it was productive, just a whole like, lot of getting shit done, and just seeing friends again and stuff. And not friends I haven't seen for a while, because, you know, that's how it usually always goes, right? No, I'm just doing me again. went on a hike, which I haven't done in a while. It was really nice to be out in nature, especially before it gets super cold, because I don't know how, like, those winter hikes are, really. But... I've been told they're great. I just try and limit it to, like, spring to fall. But, you know, I'm going to start making it out there, seeing how it is. Uh, yes, I know sir. I get to catch... I got to, I got to catch... Shisa can't speak. You and some Jeez. of the homies, DJ and whatnot, <laughs> doing some stuff. So, Because I, I know a bit of how your weekend went one day. Yeah, my weekend... Um, <clears throat> Let's just go ahead and say it, y'all. I love to be vulnerable with my fans, my friends, my family. I'm sick. Oh. And I don't know when it's going to get better, y'all. I'm about to start a GoFundMe for my medical bills. You got to stop. Medi- you got to stop right there. I'm not going to let this one slide. This okay. guy's talking like I can't be going, vulnerable? You're talking like you're on a Make-A-Wish, bro. You I dead. feel like I'm on a Make-A-Wish, nigga. I got to eat like a white person for two weeks and my stomach is terrible. Bro. <laughs> I might as well be on a Make-A-Wish. I'm calling up Chris. Chris Hemsworth, I'm going to make sure that he comes by and visits you before all is said and done. Bro, that is corny, bro. The only thing I ever want... my, Alright, for the listeners, since I know my brother's not going to hold it down, the only thing I want for my Make-A-Wish is to meet Ray J. You're sick. I'm never going to let that be one of your wishes. That's all I want. I don't give a fuck. Bro, Ray J is the leading stone and pillar of everything that's happened in pop culture for the mid from the mid 2000s till now. I need you to take wherever Ray J's nuts are right now and remove them out of your mouth. Because you've been on this narrative so for fa- too long. So the fact that I'm telling the truth is on this narrative for too long. Dude, so you, you didn't see the Suge Knight stuff today? No. You didn't see the Suge Knight just signed away his life rights to Ray J. No, he did. He 100%. No, he 110. Didn't. 110%. What? 110%. You know why? Because he knows Ray J is going to make the best documentary. No, he, he didn't. Did no bullshit. I'm being dead serious. What is up? It's because niggas recognize real. Recon- real recognize real. Suge Knight was a big blood. Ray J is the new big blood. So it's like... Am I going to have to do some research? Because I'm really so confused on just why so many people keep saying the Ray J shit. I get it. The the Kim Kardashian, the certain music things. Kim like- Ka- really, Ray J low-key started reality TV. If it wasn't for Ray J, we wouldn't have reality TV too. Because you wouldn't have keeping up with the Kardashians. And we wouldn't have had um, the For the is, Love of Ray J. For the Love of Ray J. We wouldn't J. have Love and Hip Hop. All right, you know everything right. stemmed from those. Much respect, you know. So, if in case Chuka doesn't pull through, Ray J, go ahead and come by. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Thank you, Jesus Christ. But anyways, like getting off of the God for a second. What was your heat check for the week? 
Man, my heat check. You're not going to talk about the football? I mean, oh yeah, you came out with us this weekend, which is cool, which probably I shouldn't do with my ailment. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot to go back to my ailment so these niggas don't really think I'm dying. Really, I kind of do feel like I'm dying, and I hope nothing is terrible, obviously, but I have some <laughs> intestine issues right now, like with my stomach and shit. And so the doctor basically said I have to eat like a white for two weeks, which you, sucks. You gotta stop saying that. Bro, I can't eat spice. <laughs> you gotta stop saying it like I that, I can't bro. eat spice. You gotta stop saying it I like can't. that. <laughs> I can't eat spice. I can't eat chocolate. I can't drink coffee. I can't drink alcohol. I can't eat tomato based or like a tomato based shit. That's nothing, like all night nothing here. vinegary, nothing acidic. So basically, I can't be African. So where else can I be from? You could be from Norway. And what are they? Uh, you know, they're Caucasian. So what do I have to eat like? <laughs> <laughs> but that aside. I'm happy you're rebounding and everything. Um, definitely when you're better or whatever, whatever the fuck, when I'm better, we're going to definitely have to go out there and like replay some soccer and shit more because that seems fun as fuck. I mean, let's just say I played on Friday, you know, even though I felt terrible, I literally almost yacked afterwards because we went to a pub and the thing, well, a little bar. And the thing about it is I was like, yo, let me get one little beer some chicken tenders, mm -hmm. and some mac and cheese. Literally, the three pillars of shit I shouldn't be eating with my stomach thing, but I didn't know it was that bad at that time. I couldn't even finish my food. Like, I had to stop, and I was just looking at them in cold sweats, looking crazy. But out playing soccer, uh, I played most of my life, and then when I got to... And then I'm fat now because I'm old. So then getting back in shape and trying to play again has been an interesting experience because for those of you ha who haven't played sports... It's like everything about playing sports is like riding a bicycle. You don't really forget most mm -hmm. of the stuff. But if your body is different from when you played those sports, it's going to react differently, yeah. right? So if you were running like a 4-3, right, 40 or whatever, like keeping up with like the fastest people. So your play style was around being fast and not really being the most technical, but you were fast and you can get there and then you still had a good touch, etc., and then you now you run like a 7-0. Like, like you run like a fucking O-lineman. They got to help you finish the 40. But what? So if I'm thinking, yo, I see how he's running. So of course I'm going to catch up to him. And then I get halfway there and he's at the goal already. It's you. like, whoa. It's weird because I know I was trying to kick around some, even though definitely a little fucked up still. But just wasn't sprinting. But at the same time, like the touch was still there. To be honest, there were certain things I was doing that I don't remember having like technical control like that. But... Hey, man, every day I wake up and I feel like I surprise myself. It's, do you strive to be great? <laughs> Let's just say last week, though, I started to feel myself a little bit more. I was like, you know what? Romelu Chukaku, head out there and start showing them why. Chukaku. Romelu Chukaku, you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm the real Lukaku, you know what I'm saying? I come over here, fuck Man City, fuck mm. Inter Milan. Mm. You know, we come over here and do the real thing at Friday League. <laughs> <laughs> Casual. <laughs> at Friday 7 on 7s. But I mean, I banged in probably like 7 to 10 goals. It's something like. I, ooh, I must have left before at least 9 of those. Wait, you but you saw me hit I must three have or left four before at least fifteen okay. of those. But he said fifteen of those. Oh, this is Ezigo's attempt at painting narratives. It's terrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, let's go ahead and get into the thick of it. What do we have on the docket for today? Fuck the docket. Heat checks for the week. My heat check is gonna be um What's Real by Eli Sostra. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. I could be announcing it so wrong off of his new project, Eros, that just released. That shit is super, super hot fire. 
Yeah. And so I think all of y'all should check it out. I mean, if you like the melodic, rappy, R&B type, like, mesh, like, it's under R&B and soul, but it's, like, the lines between a lot of genres have crossed and mixed so much that it's it's hard to pin it as one thing. It's just good music, yeah. so you should definitely go give it a play if you have a chance. Dude, not, honestly, checking out, like, his tape, there was so much good music from that artist. So, shouts out to Eli Solster. Mm -hmm. But my heat check came from uh, Gucci's album drop this week, and or last week, I guess I should say. But it's the song called Big Boy Diamonds featuring Kodak Black. Uh, actually heard it in the car for the first time on a surprise, like, listen, didn't expect to listen to any of the Gucci songs yet or anything, because it was like day after it dropped, I was going to get to it that night. And when it came on, instantly recognized it as greatness. Great song. Yeah. I don't think this combo's missed. They don't have any bad songs together, even though one of them is a debatable human being and one of them's Gucci Mane. We're not going to continue. And I mean, even though the debatable human being makes fire, but we're going to continue on, you know, just to let everybody know the hits, you know, play that music. And do you have anything to say about the albums that dropped? Uh, the Gucci album, there was some standout songs. Again, I didn't listen to all of them, but the songs I did listen to that I really enjoyed um, included, I'm going to go ahead and give this one a little bit honorable mentions because I know it's not starred or anything, but... Wop Longway Takeoff. Yes, sir. Gucci featuring Pee Wee Longway and uh, Takeoff. And I feel like you're not having a song with Pee Wee Longway and any member of the Migos. And it'd be bad. And it'd be bad. That's impossible. Sure. I, I haven't heard it yet. But so besides that, though, I really did enjoy uh, Came From Scratch featuring Quavo as well as. Ooh, I can't even speak. Um, Big Booty featuring Meg Stallion, but. I feel like it could just be Megan Stallion. <laughs> Richer Than Everybody. That song was nuts, but that was a single. So, I mean, yeah. we heard that a little while ago, of course. And then uh, we want to give a big shout out to Bucking the System just because Kevin Gates is on that song. And that's always going to be good music, even though that human being may debatable, be debatable as well. Might be moving on to the next project, did you listen to The Beam, the Eli Soster, or the Melly? I listened to all the Eli Soster uh, definitely, again, another artist that has just been added to my library. I always love finding completely new talent and work that like I've never heard of. And so it was super refreshing, especially for this time of the year, because he makes music for this time of the year, apparently. For real. Um, and, and I've been on yeah. Dude for probably like two-ish years. I forgot the first song that I heard from him, to be completely honest, but mm -hmm. I know the homie Shad put me on. And this dude, it's just, I love, it, I found him about the same time that I found another artist named Waldo. And there oh were two people God. that just make outstanding music that I was just so sad that they didn't have more at that time. Did and they have a song together? No. Okay. And then Eli, I, didn't know, I didn't realize this was at that time. It was at that same time, yeah. And then Eli, like, he, this is the first project he's released since then, actually. And so I was really stoked for that because at this whole time, I'm just sitting there waiting. Like, he had a song called High Grade, I believe, that he released as just, like, a Lucy, so it would hold people on that mm -hmm. way. And Waldo has a project coming out in the next month or two, I believe, as well. That so man it's raps, like, raps. Ooh. <laughs> yes sir what happens when we see the five uh fingers of death from him after for sure oh i would be so happy to hear that i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but standouts just like my heat check was what's real um i really liked come through that was definitely get your bitch back music and then there's who do you call and another song called bad luck that i really fucked with on that album mm -hmm. and then the beam project beam is a rapper from miami i believe that is now just like hitting the scene on the radar and <clears throat> that he has a song called Stranded with Childish Major. Childish Major is one of my favorite up and coming 
I believe, and I hope this isn't misinformation, but I think Atlanta are in who? And <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so just the fact that I saw him on the song lets me know that at least he has good feature selection because Childish Major, his last project was so crazy. I love that project so, so much. I played that so much last year. And so I definitely give a shout out to Beam and then Motions. You already have heard me rant about how much I love Melly and her music. So it just came out with even better music, yeah. you know. And it was it was nice, even though I feel like I had grievances about uh, smaller projects for a little, a little bit now. It's kind of honestly nice to digest, even though it is 19 minutes long. I know. That's the only thing that makes me kind of mad. But I mean, she's pretty consistent with it. Like, with I think it, she's yeah. dropped like two this year. So, I mean, you can't even get mad at it. And I, I mean, one thing I do want to point out from that album specifically, mm-hmm. uh, I've noticed a lot of integration. It's not like anything new. Like, it's not groundbreaking. The off space is predicting shit because we've been seeing it all year long, you know. Uh, a lot of integration of like Afrobeats music and shit and like artists. And things oh, yeah, like that's a new way. Because like seeing Egyptian in it too and like that whole song wasn't just like his feature or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was like that. It was the whole song, you know, that was super fight here. Oh, yeah, that's the way. But, like, she definitely has good tunes, so, again, go ahead and listen to it, people. Did you see the, um, we're going to keep it on music for a little bit. Did you see the picture of Party Next Door finally in the studio? Yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> you know what that means. Uh, I already know what you're going to you say. You know what that I'm tired means. tired of this tinfoil shit. It's dude. not tinfoil, bro. <laughs> bro, Party's in the studio. Fuck his music. No offense, because I fuck with Party huh? Next Door. But that means that he's finally been freed from Rihanna's chains, which means the album's about to be done. The Rihanna Or the album. album's done. Not the Party Next Door, the Rihanna album. Bro, fuck Party Next Door's album. We're waiting for Riri. No. We bro. need Rihanna's no, album. I'll say fuck Party. Because <laughs> you're waiting for Riri. Bro, yes, we are, bro. I put Rihanna's album is at the very top of my need. I'm going to tell you, she's in that group of artists that has zero anticipation out of me. Because I'll get music from her when I get music from her. Because it's so long in between. What? So long in between, Rihanna was hitting like the Drake for like a seven year run, and then this nigga said right so now, long in between. right now, everybody was hitting that before, but right no, now, artists of that caliber were not hitting that before. Stop it, stop it. Name two others, two others that were hitting a Drake consistency. <laughs> I was about to say something to troll, but I'm not even gonna let this man try and paint a narrative if I make the joke. I'm being real though, I was gonna make the joke and say Wheezy, but then I was like, you're really gonna try and spin it and try and slander me, so I'm not doing this. Anyway, we're excited for Rihanna. Uh, not we are, sorry. Rihanna. I am. No, 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 no. no. Stop, 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 stop. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna Fenty. Rihanna Robin Fenty, the queen. You're gross. If you are listening to this, just know that at least one half of the off space truly supports you. Oh, my God. Is ready to ride the boat and is a member of the Navy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you're cheese, yo. How? Because I'm Somebody honest? Somebody get this I'm honest with my fandom? Somebody get this I can't this love the Navy? I can't support our troops? Hey, man, salute. But anyways, moving along. Another thing I noticed from Rihanna <laughs> this week, actually, is you saw her post... <laughs> You saw her post the uh, video with the Russ song playing in the background. You you can't ask me that like you expect me to say yes, bro. You can't if I'm not ramped, You can't expect me to. No, I didn't see it. Well, it started like a challenge, basically, right? Because mm-hmm. so Rihanna posted a video like in a slow mo. So Rihanna created slow mo this week, and she posted a video. <laughs> 
slow mo. <laughs> my trigger meter's all the way. <laughs> Rihanna created slow mo this week with Russ music playing in the background. Yeah. And then first niggas all obviously had to get their jokes off because now this week, now this year, Rihanna has not only co-signed Russ, but has co-signed um, Joyner Lucas as well. So niggas said Rihanna is, no matter how beautiful she is, she's never getting the ox cord in the car with me. <laughs> but... It was interesting because it started a challenge, right? Russ saw that instantly. He was like, oh, this is the Boom 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 Challenge. Because I don't know the name of the song, but whatever the name is, the song challenge. So then all these beautiful women started posting slow-mo videos of themselves <laughs> with the Russ music playing in the background. Really? Rihanna basically gave this nigga a marketing campaign. Even though Russ is one of those artists like an NBA young boy, even though so, you don't want to agree that's cool, that's whatever, whatever, that does such crazy numbers but doesn't get talked about for the crazy numbers that they do. And so, like, realistically speaking, all jokes aside, when Russ drops a song, I expect it to go gold or platinum because he has a cult fan base. I'm pretty sure the song probably was run free. I'm not the most sure, but if it was, that's No, it was featuring Bia or something like that. Okay, then it wasn't. But, um, dude, I'm not surprised. Honestly, to be, like, it's cool seeing. You know what? The world can go ahead and chastise me for it. Say whatever the fuck we want. Actually, I don't even need to defend this because we did this, like, two podcasts ago, but, um... Maybe not the Joiner Lucas co-sign, but the Russ co-sign, I'm okay with. <laughs> I'm okay with Riri. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. I'm probably I'm not okay. going to do this challenge, though. I didn't even do, like, the bigger challenges. Like, the key, key. Actually, I'm okay with the Russ co-sign, and nigga, of course you're not going to do this challenge. It's it's females. Uh, oh, it's for <laughs> Yeah, it's for women. Oh, okay. So you're telling me you didn't do the uh, pop lock and drop it challenge back in the day? Nigga, first <laughs> things for certain, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. I killed the pop lock and drop it challenge, but Rihanna invented slow mo. I can't follow that. <laughs> nah, I like, got what am I you. supposed to do? Uh, invent high speed, man. Tell Rihanna, you know we're innovators over at the off space. Please come on the show. <laughs> but um, I guess moving on to other music shit. You saw that Frank Ocean. He played a snippet this week. The Frank Radio, Frank yeah. Ocean Radio came back. Yada yada. But ignoring all of that, one you heard the snippet, right? Yeah. How did you feel about it? Um, to be fair, I was a little underwhelmed. I probably need to listen to it again because I genuinely listened to it once. However, it does make me excited for more Frank Ocean music to come, especially if he drops anything. It feels like it's slowly leading to, like, the album, you know, of course. Did it seem like the high-pitched Frank shit? It seemed like a more distorted, weirder, like, not in a weird, like, a bad way. I'm just trying to, like, describe it. It seemed like he's doing more, like on top of the music if that makes sense because channel orange i would say was very like not too switch up even though certain parts did switch up and things like that not too crazy like effects and whatnot things like that which is still his best project and then um blonde definitely added a lot more which was very good still no like complaints or anything but i feel like this album is just a progression onto where you could see like blonde diverge from channel orange and like kind of tapping into that a little bit more and so, I'm not going to lie. was the single, by the way. I'm not going to lie, and I might get fucking crucified for this, but <clears throat> I didn't like Blonde that much at first, when I first listened to it, and then I waited like six months and then listened to it again, and then I thought it was cool. Like, I actually enjoyed it that time. It wasn't like outstanding, like a lot of people try to champion it for champion it, but it kind of put it into a pocket. Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe not for me. Why where, can't okay? No, no, where I'm not but like after Channel Orange, like I don't know if it was just that summer uh -huh. or the whole music. Like I loved all of that music and even the tape beforehand. It was like I was sprinting to the Frank Ocean music. 
I was sprinting to it. It kind of put. You were also a senior in high school. It kind of put Frank in a box for me. We're not in a box, but in the category of my head where it's like, I'm not sprinting to the music, but I'm going to play it, if that I makes sense. I feel like when you get music at cer- certain pivotal points, it makes it hard for the artist to ever like follow up on it. Because when you get music that comes out like your senior year of high school, your freshman year of college, like um, I just different moments to where it's like it becomes years that are so memorable or whatever that you would get the soundtrack of those years ingrained in you. And they like they hold a little bit of nostalgia, but it is cool to at least admit you said maybe it's just not for you like some of the music and things. And I, which say, I feel like a lot of people. And going admit, back to that uh, one, your that point, <clears throat> it's like I agree and disagree though, because the the moment, the moment, right? Especially those youthful pivotal moments mm-hmm. are gonna boost music. There's a lot of mid music that we're all holding on to. Just being real from an objective standpoint, that a lot of people are holding on to because of the fact that it was so pivotal to like your times in mm-hmm. like high school and shit, but. There are a lot of my favorite artists that put out projects that were way better to me than those projects that they had that carried me through those times. And you could tell have gotten better and progressed. It's just like that Frank project wasn't it to me. And so my thing is... That's why I said that may not be for me type So my thing is, if you can admit certain songs are just not for you, certain things are just not for you, but still identify that they could be quality music. For sure. I'll say Um, that. At what point are you going to admit that for I decided? Ladies and gentlemen, you know we had to bring it back to Big Sean eventually. I'm never going to let this shit Bro. slide. I'm going to get a confession Bro, out be of this, real, Be real with yourself. I want you to finally be real with yourself. I decided it was Big Mid. I'm a Big Sean fan. I love Big Sean's music. I was championing from... I work from 10 to 10 like Mexicans. 10 to 10 like that album that nigga's called Garbage. I love his music. But I decided it was trash, nigga. Be real. That shit sucked. Look. It sucked. Look, Sean... Obviously, the off space is divided on this opinion, for sure. Um, you know, I feel like we should settle this like we did Juice World and NBA Youngboy. Let's go ahead and bring it to the Twitter. No, place. I'm not settling it on Twitter because Twitter is uninformed <laughs> no. losers. So you lost. No, 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 no. No, no, no. The thing is, though, you could objectively... Big Sean might be an easier argument on the Twitter thing with his albums, but I forgot, like, literally asking the Juice World question on twitter was stupid like genuinely stupid who's a bigger artist no it's who's who's a uh, no i said who's better like well, i who's, asked you because i still I, think both lean to juice World, no no but i worded it as who's better okay. and that's a stupid question to ask twitter because of the fact that one had a diamond single like there are some artists like there were some white people that only knew Post Malone until he started doing these gold first week like crazy sales because this nigga sell crazy now. Mm-hmm. But until but for years, remember you would ask niggas a Post Malone song and they would say White Iverson. Like there's if a song look. is big enough, they probably haven't heard look. an NBA Young Boy song. Look, look, look. The Juice so World makes sense. Aside, the Juice World shit aside, um, I decided maybe it went gold. I think it went gold. I didn't think it went more than that, for sure. But I would definitely love to see you know community opinion on it because. I feel like after enough time has passed and there's not as much chatter, the people who want to tune in on that opinion will have a genuine opinion about it. So that tweet is going out later tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and stay tuned for it. Uh, yeah, as goes about to opinion. ask his cult following of people who love I Decided that I decided if I decide is a bad or good... Fuck this nigga, bro. All right, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Speaking of good music... Good music. Did you hear Kanye West's comments this He's, week? First, before anything else, he's dropping an album... 
supposedly this Friday. Bro, I but, don't believe that. You know what? Anymore. We're not gonna spend too much time on that because it's probably false. I'm gonna I think it's real, but in case it's not, we're not gonna spend too much time on it. This Friday, Kanye's dropping an album. But back to the regular scheduled programming. What right. did Kanye say, man? So apparently it came out from his pastor that Kanye West, you know, because he's been on his whole um church press run. His, his fucking media run at churches now. This nigga, this nigga really evil on accident. But anyways, Dude, I don't think he's evil. But anyways, though. anyways, anyways, we'll agree to disagree on that. Whatever. But this man, he was speaking to his pastor when he got redelivered this summer, and he told his pastor that he was thinking about stopping rap because it's the devil's music. And and then his pastor said, Nah, Nah, G, you ain't gotta stop rapping. Just rap for Christ. And then Kanye was like, word? I could rap for Christ? For real? <laughs> and then Jesus' king was born. And so, I don't know with the fact that Kanye West has publicly basically said that he wants to open a... He, he, he would love to open a church one day. Kanye West has said that this is a gospel album. Kanye West is going on a church media run. Kanye West is selling merch that alludes to Christianity. And Kanye West is releasing a, a movie or documentary or whatever the fuck on Friday when his album comes out in theaters, certain IMAX theaters, labeled Jesus is King as well. This nigga sound like Joel Osteen, bro. Like, what are people gonna... What is it gonna take for you niggas to finally admit this man is cracked? Look, all I'm saying is if it holds true that, like, you know, this whole shit with his pastor is actually, like, factual, then... Keep this in mind. He wasn't even going to make music anymore. Or I, I don't think he wasn't going to make music. That just doesn't sound like Kanye. Like when somebody does something, they do, do something, you know. He just might not have made rap anymore. He might have really made gospel. And he might have just done it purely out of the intent to just make music on the shit that he's on now. And you can't get mad at somebody for that. This nigga rapped about bleach assholes and then told his wife he doesn't like her being sexy anymore. Yeah, man. And you know what else? Robert Downey Jr. did <laughs> was doing crack or whatever back in the day. A year ago, this nigga made a song about wanting to fuck his wife's sisters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and sometimes life flips around, dude. People switch and change and rearrange. We don't paint colors on people we don't know. I'm just assuming if all is held true. Obviously, factual. I don't know this nigga. Obvious, it's just obviously. Like, you got to call a spade but a spade. If all is held factual, then, you know, I see, like, not the worst intent. We're just going to see how the money goes because I feel like the money around is the only thing that could start making a lot of shit look really fishy but for now the intent and what he wants to do with like this realm with his talents that he has bringing them to this realm I think that's for him and so that's for him to decide it might lose a lot of fans to be honest it might not to be honest because he's fucking Kanye West but I know a lot of people aren't Bro, he's about to triple his fan base he's now a Republican Christian artist so 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 you're you're undermining the man because he had a change in beliefs. Because he's expressing his political viewpoints as well. No, nah, that was kind of bullshit. Not kind of. That was super bullshit. But we already talked about how that was bullshit. But that taken away, essentially... How am I undermining? I said it's a great business move. He's about to trip Not, not a business move. On a personal thing. Like, people can't be able to express, like, you know, Kanye's a Republican <laughs> Christian artist now. You know? And sometimes that might not be the best for you. But for somebody else or himself, that's perfectly fine. Be able to express You saw yourself. the comments at Howard... University? No. This nigga was standing at an HBCU in front of a crowd of black people, and he said when they release the slave nets, uh, the slave nets, we don't need to stand in the same place. <laughs> you see, I'm not saying, like, look, dude. Just, look. 
<laughs> you're sitting here, bro. I want you to really like. I know you're. Um, screen- you're, you're gonna. You're gonna have to take a minute before I comment on that one. I'll be honest. That's good. I know your screensaver got the Kanye bears up there because obviously I know what Kanye did for our lives. But bro, you gotta get his shit tatted on you at this point because you ride for this nigga. I ride for my niggas now because this nigga yay stand. Look, this man. nigga trying so hard to justify the fact <laughs> that midnight is coming and he's pressing play immediately. I'm listening too, nigga. <laughs> You, I just, nah, space you can't. Space. You can't listen. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You can't listen. I'm listening, bro. I refuse. I'm gonna cancel your own membership, bro. Fuck I'm listening, it. and that shit might be gorgeous. It doesn't mean it might not have even one ten around it. Like what the fuck? Obviously, this but at the same Joel time, Osteen at the same time, <laughs> is it just like you know, Kanye? You're not allowed to do th- these things. No, it's not that at all. I just truly believe I'm calling a spade a spade myself. But we have to see. Yeah, it's a little early though. We have to see you and wait till shit plays out. Of course, we we always try and do the little, you know. Innocent till proven guilty, but I feel like when it comes to certain people, we're Bro. a little bit more but easy it's like, to throw the guilty in till proven but innocent. But if, like, if this nigga starts clucking, has feathers, and then starts doing the chicken Bro. dance, you're not going to call him a chicken? Because that's what he's doing. I feel like he might be interpreting a cluck that's really a move, and that's where the disparity comes. Oh but my fuck. Without going God. further into this, I feel like that wraps it up and it sums up the talk enough, to be honest. And We're then, just gonna. I'm dialed in to see how this album is because I can still listen to it. But we'll see come Friday. I'll let you know how it goes, Chief. Well, something way more important than Kanye West. Probably my brother. Hell yeah, my man. He's probably not talking about me. Mike Posner definitely was not talking. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm calling. <laughs> that was a whistle. Flag on the play. Chuka doesn't get to introduce this th- this topic as that because I thoroughly remember four podcasts ago or five or six or whatever the fuck. Because no, he wasn't no, talking. No, you were talking no, about no, Mike Posner like finish, he was your brother. No, 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 let me finish. Bro, so my man Mike Posner. Michael Posner. No. He just finished his walk from New Jersey to Los Angeles. He just made it across the United States. And he let you know a hundred times in those videos. That walk's not for you guys, nigga. That walk's for me. We know. And you know what? I'm so happy that this nigga finally, finally, has finally his money. He does not have to keep spending it Mm -hmm. on jets and then like artists to put dirt on him so he can record these videos as soon as he gets off the plane. Because this nigga did not walk across. (laughs) Bro, you didn't even follow the journey. Bro, I followed the journey. No, you did. Yeah, I did. You saw bits and pieces of the bullshit, like the landmarks and checkpoints and him and his injury. This nigga was walking with fans for 15 minutes a day. Then he was telling them, leave me alone. I got to get back to the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm just saying what Mike Posner did was remarkable. Walking across the whole United States on foot. To be honest, I still don't know what led the motivation or what was motivation for him. But all I know is the fact that he actually saw a fit after like suffering the injury with like the bite and everything. I'm all for it, man. Like, I know a lot of people say, you're rich, bro. Stay at home. All this shit. Like, why do you need to be doing these? Like, just stick to this. Stick to that. Don't put people in a box, man. When they feel like they want to accomplish something with their life cheer them on and support them as long as it doesn't cause harm to other people and the shit that he did was immaculate man shout out to mike posner for real yo chuka said stay your pretty ass at home bro this nigga ezigo want a mike posner feature so bad you're cooler than me you're cooler than me yeah you're cooler than me I'm just kidding, man. All jokes aside, shout out to Mike Posner. <laughs> that is cool that he walked across the United States. Like, we're going to say that for was, my man. I was waiting. I wasn't even going to prep you for this. I'm not letting this nigga get, get his shit off this time. But And so, did you see the conference speaking about being cooler than someone? Did you see the confrontation between Gucci Mane and Charlemagne the God? Look, I'm going to say one thing, dude. 
for the people who don't know, Gucci Mane, Mr. 1017 himself, just because he got out of prison does not mean he's still not with the shits. He will slap up whoever, whenever. And some backstory on this. I believe we talked about it on the podcast when Gucci and Angelique got into it. I don't remember exactly if we did, but um, they got into it on The Breakfast Club uh, almost a year ago. And then base gucci released like ig statement saying now he's banned from the breakfast club and he was tripping a little bit about it and then angela Yee tried to say that he isn't banned and all this stuff gucci says is a lie so then gucci said all right these niggas tripping on me we gonna see straight up so <clears throat> he had a little interview with charlemagne and he it was just Charlemagne by himself. It wasn't the rest of the Breakfast Club or anything like that. And so he effectively said that he that <laughs> he was talking about Angela Yee. He said that stupid bitch Angela Yee is the one that um, banned him from the Breakfast Club. And he said Envy co-signed it or whatever. And he said the next time he sees Envy, he's definitely going to step up to him and have a conversation with him. And he's going to slap the shit out of him. And he said it's definitely not the last time, the first time that Envy's been slapped. To which Charlamagne just sitting there like nodding his head, kind of just like, you know, going on with the interview. And people on the internet wanted to crucify Charlamagne today. And I think Charlamagne does a lot of goofy stuff. But one thing that we're not going to do is act like any one of you guys sitting in front of a man that ha that murdered someone with a smile on his face in self-defense, that he's about to buck up to him <laughs> because of some comments that he said about his coworkers. You don't even um, know what their relationship really is like outside of work. The thing is, though, the worst part is when you're in that position... You know exactly the validity behind like what ac what claims he's making and what like the whole drama is. So the thing is, him not stepping up almost just guarantees he knows that they're in the wrong. You know, <laughs> it's like because I think genuinely he would defend them if there needed to be a place to defend them, but like there wasn't, and so he wasn't gonna just make himself look stupid, potentially get slapped, all of that for like a mistake that they made. You think the silence speaks volumes? Boo! <laughs> but nah it does it speaks all of this aside envy released a statement saying that he got the he gave charlamagne the okay a little while ago to release the interview because bro first of all this nigga didn't call him and get the okay he probably called him and said look gucci said this about you heads up i'm putting out the interview he didn't say like yo i need your pass envy if you don't give me permission, I'm not putting this shit out. Because then Gucci would have called Charlamagne, like, where the fuck they interview at? They said and so, wasn't banned. And so Envy said that Char that Gucci's never been banned, that and that um he just told Gucci that he'd have to double check with his co-host as well because he rides for his co-host, et cetera, et cetera. And I get that, trust me. But I mean, why wouldn't you just say yes? And then Charlemagne say yes, and then E would have to say yes. I'm pretty sure y'all don't pass, y'all don't accept people without all of y'all saying that they can come on. And even if you don't, there are some interviews you guys do on The Breakfast Club where it's two of y'all. Like, it don't have to be all three of y'all up there. You know this. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I've watched plenty of interviews on The Breakfast Club with Envy not there, with Charlamagne not there, with Yee not there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just a weird situation. And at the end of the day, I feel like it's unnecessary beef created around actions people know that they did. So, like, there should never be any, like, type of arguments or, you know, I don't even know, like, 
just problems between people when they know they fucked up. Like, Angelique, like, we saw the proof. We saw the video going around. We saw her thirsting and all this shit, you know? But you want to know the most important thing that came from this situation, to be completely honest with you? Gucci bucking back like that lets me know that this next next tape is about to be a classic. Not this one? This album, this album is cool too. Don't get me wrong. Like what? It came out 1017, the two-year anniversary of the glorious holy matrimony that was the bringing together of Keisha Kaor and Gucci Mane in marriage. Trust me, I understand. And 1017 has been a big day and a holiday for me. I've never had a bad 1017. I still in my can't life. believe this man didn't get but, down on one knee. That's kind of different. Bro, that's player. That's that. player. Player is fucked, but in a good way, I don't know. <laughs> that's not my business. He handed her the ring and said, look, you with me or not? <laughs> Brendan said he was at that game and he couldn't believe what was going on. He was trying to figure out, it's like, is, is he proposing? <laughs> See, that's player. Come on now. You can't tell me that's not swag. Like, come on now. I don't know, Chief. I'm not doing it like that. But shout out to that man. Because he seemed happy as fuck to do it. So that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Fuck the preconceived rules behind it. I'm about to just put a ring round. So the next topic that we wanted to get Wow! The next topic that we wanted to get into is one that we're going to give you guys the facts of what happened, and then we're going to move on. Because this is territory that we don't necessarily... Oh, oh, I got you. This is territory that we don't want to involve ourselves in, and... um. Just know. Sometimes that, we just report the news. Like, yeah, we, we just, hear and just like, let people know. Yeah, and just so any anyone that may be listening, you know, we we love you guys. We support. We're happy for. The I don't know about. I'm We're, not saying, no, we, big we, shout out to freedom. Big big shout out to freedom. That's all. Yeah. You can't be happy a man got his freedom. You know what I'm saying? At the, <laughs> yes. at the end you of the can't have no, no. <laughs> at the, You can't At the end of the day, bro. Like I'm just happy that a man got his freedom. But all right, let's speak on it. So. <sighs> Uh, there was news that happened in Mexico this past week or so. El Chapo's son was captured by the Mexican government. He was put in prison. The Sinaloa cartel said, nah, nigga, we're not letting this happen again. They went to the prison. They let out the prisoners. Whoa, you just walked in and let niggas out, okay? They gave these niggas a bunch of ARs and AK-47s. They stuck up the Mexican government, the, um, the Mexican army, and... Basically just started unloading on niggas saying, this violence isn't going to stop until y'all give us this nigga back. Yep. And then the Mexican government was like, yo, um, here we're waving the white flag. We get quick. it. Like, Too many problems. It. Handshake. Um, here you go. El Chapo's son is free. And shout out to that man for getting his freedom. So moving on to the next topic. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Yo, onto something. With, yeah, 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 yeah. Tulsi so. Gabbard attacked Hillary Clinton this week. And let me read the direct quote from her Instagram. She said, and I quote, <clears throat> Great. Thank you, Hillary Clinton. You, the queen of warmongers, embodiment of corruption, and personification of the rot that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long, have finally come out from behind the curtain. From the day I announced my candidacy, there has been a concerted campaign to destroy my reputation. We wondered who was behind it and why. Now we know. It was always you. Through your proxies and powerful allies in the corporate media and war machine, afraid of the threat I pose, it's now clear that this primary is between you and me. Don't cowardly hide behind your proxies. Join the race directly. Yo, I'm not going to lie. I'm for every bit of the smoke when it comes to this shit. 100% call out people where, like, calling out is due. And, yeah. like, stay on your 10. But at the same time, it's like, who, what, what's her name? 
<laughs> Tulsi Gabbard. No, that's exactly like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tulsi Gabbard. I had to double check who you were because I don't feel like you're relevant like that. But at the same time, that doesn't even matter. I feel like if relevance or not, like, it's kind of nice to have people, like, finally standing up to Hillary and Clinton. And let, kinda... let's give a little bit of backstory for the listeners about where it initially came from. Hillary Clinton was on a podcast, I believe, or it was, like, a little interview or something like that. And she was speaking about how she believes that the Russians are breeding, for lack of better words, like a plant mm-hmm. in the Democratic Party that she is running. So she said she, right? So alluded to it being one of the female candidates that's running. There's only five female candidates that are running. Four of them, there's not one mention of Russian interference or Russia having to do with them. So it was obvious she was talking about Tulsi Gabbard because people have been speculating that Tulsi Gabbard could be a plant of some sort since the beginning of her campaign for small little things, you know, just blips on the radar, like the fact that yeah. she's David Duke's favorite candidate. Very, very <laughs> sus. Very sus. A big neo-Nazi political website is one of the biggest people backing her as well. Very bad for you. Personally. And that um, when you say things like there, there's a very conservative Facebook group that I follow just because I call it conservative because it's where we grew up. It's like a Petri City little Facebook group. And the second Tulsi Gabbard put out these comments, all of these people started posting about how she's great and she's a patriot and she's like the greatest candidate Democrats have ever put out. And... So the way that these people are turning towards Tulsi Gabbard, at least like the saying they would vote for her, they did it, this, 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 I that. Just hope. That's just a little bit of backstory. But anyway, continue. I really hope now that that's being said, uh, obviously, I feel like my words are going to lead into a certain way too, where just, I feel like in some more people should definitely call Clinton out in certain ways when she's negatively affected campaigns on like underground bullshit. But at the same time, I definitely am not trying to make a candidate like Tulsi Gabbard look any better than she is or like, you know, support her in any way because that's not what I'm here for. So 20 years in the future, 10 years in the future, when people go through and the off space really makes it, don't try and bite this clip and make it seem like it was a certain way. No, it wasn't a certain way. We're just speaking, you know, to speak because of the things we say. That's it. That's all we really had. But moving right along, in another case of white people white peopling, Mm-hmm. The Joker recently came out, mm. right? And so there's some famous steps in the Joker movie where he was, you know, getting his Joker thing on, doing his little jig. And they're located in the Bronx, in not a particularly very safe area of the Bronx at this point. And so now it comes up on Google Maps as the Joker steps because, you know, white people have made it a tourist site where they will go out of their way to like try to take a picture there or try to do a little dance there. One thing I will say is all fun and games, you know, let people do whatever they do. I'm just happy I'm not friends with any of those people. And the reason I say that is because I'm happy that my friends look for their own personal interest and safety. <laughs> because I don't like hanging around people that do stuff that is actually stupid. Like, were there white people that saw snow in the bluff? And then drove out to the bluffs and decided, yo, you know what I'm saying? This movie, this crazy. No. I don't probably. think, okay, look, I, I really don't think it's going to be as dangerous as make it out to be. Like, I'm not going to lie. I really do want to go back and do some research on how many people really drove out there after snow in the bluff. Just see, like, what really happened. But, but that's, <laughs> that's at least in a vehicle. That's, that's not on so fucking hilarious. Stuff. That's in a vehicle. Bro, he started off the fun. movie taking you in the vehicle. <laughs> so, but uh, all jokes aside. Yeah, there's going to be, like, way too many people trying to do that at the same time. No weird shit's going to happen, I think, personally. 
Uh, I think, <laughs> if anything, it's just going to be security there and whatnot. They're There's gonna, not security there. You don't think no. there people are going to be patrolling, things like that? There's not. Ever. I've already called people. There's not. There's not. <laughs> no. Like, genuinely, huh, these different. things are just doing things that are unsafe at this point. <laughs> hey, it's going to become safe if you give the trend two more weeks. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Like, white people s- about to gentrify I that promise, area of the Bronx? I promise you're going to see a Starbucks. You're going to see a Whole Foods. You're going to see a yoga studio all pop up within at least a month. So how many casualties till that happens, though? How many casualties? Uh, One rip sign. One the uh, niggas are already tweeting. one black eye. <laughs> Some niggas are already tweeting shit like and two stolen phones. We've already seen a couple of y'all come out here. So if you're gonna come back out, just make sure you bring your iPads and maybe a <laughs> wallet or two next time. Niggas have already gotten touched out there, bro. <laughs> like that is not safe. Why don't people look at their own self interest? I understand movies and shit being cool, but bro, there are plenty of steps. Y'all could have went to the high museum. To be honest, you can go rewatch Rocky. You can run There's up the Momo. steps to Philly. You know, <laughs> uh, you can run up the steps to your next voting platform and go ahead and participate exactly. in the general election. <laughs> Why would you have to do some shit like that? Y'all niggas is crazy. Y'all need to do research about areas y'all go to yeah. because a lot of people. I'm sure. I'm sure. All jokes aside, that if you go to those steps between, don't get me wrong, in certain areas of the country, you can get your head bust at any time, but. If you go to those steps between, I would say about, let's say a good little 9, 9.30 a.m. to like 7 p.m. It's getting dark a little earlier now. Yeah. You're probably cool. You're probably cool. Niggas but, are not going at 3 a.m. though. Just trying to well, like, Imagine people on a drunk night saying, yo, bro, let's go to the Joker steps. You think white people even be drunk in the Bronx? To be fair, <laughs> I haven't even watched the Joker because I'm more worried about my safety in the, in the actual theater. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like it's just one of those things that not much bad's going to come about it. But at the same time, it's like, again, do protect yourselves because you, you got to know what you're getting yourself into for sure. Like, do your due diligence and don't get caught up on some weird shit. For surely, surely. Well, moving right along, um, we did Kanye, we did Mike Posner. Um, we have the Scorsese comments, but what, I mean, can you give me a little backstory on that? Because I just remember we already talked about the Scorsese shit sounding like yeah. some hating ass comments. Because to be fair, we did kind of run this dialogue off the podcast like of two weeks ago, I think it was. Was it on the podcast or off the podcast? It was off the podcast, oh. I think. No, we talked about Scorsese shit being hater shit on the pod, for sure. Huh. Yo, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, we have conversations that uh, could very well have been on the podcast, and I feel like I do a good job of remembering it, but that just shows you how mu- much we've really recorded so far for the podcast in 2019. Yo, I'm going to go ahead and take a brief pause within this podcast to go ahead and give us a round of applause, you know, for our own damn selves. Keeping it just consistent, keeping it going. Yes, Back sir. with another Monday podcast. And again, if you don't already know, you can find us on social, certain social media, but go ahead and just search the Offspace Podcast. But back to your regularly scheduled programming. And we can really skate that then. Yeah, I was going to say, we could skate this one just because at the end of the day, I get it. Artistry, I get like how you feel about films, etc. But there's no way, once again, I'm going to re-say what I said on that same podcast. There's no way to frame this where Scorsese doesn't sound like a hater a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That He sounds like a little bit of a hater. Sorry. Moving along. Um... And I guess it's time to get to your favorite section of the podcast, motherfucking sports. We're going to start this with football because we're going to skate football a little bit so we can get into what we really want to talk about, the NBA season about to start. Big apology to Teddy Bridgewater. I've gone on too much of a hating shit for too many weeks, and this nigga's really held it down every week since he's been a starter, some of which will look very fucking shaky, but he's held it down every week since he's become a starter. And remember when I said that we should... at. 
I was hoping at best we split <laughs> mm. just so that we stayed in contention. Nigga, we won every game with this nigga so far. So it's like, do you think that? No. I'm about to ask you an no. question. I'm about no. to, you see, I can't even get the question out no. because, you know, I don't even feel this. Bring Drew back. Do you think that we should keep Teddy Bridgewater in at the starting QB position? I'm going to say something if right now. Don't, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Why fix it? Because it's taken several weeks, maybe this and last week. Might be the first weeks I've really seen this man trying to air out any deep balls like consistently. He's done the most boof bullshit system passes that I've ever seen that have worked, but worked because of our defense being excellent. We really haven't like he hasn't showed out too much besides like uh, three or four games, give or take. Wait, besides three games, I'd say. But now he's actually throwing that ball, making it look like he really should be like a professional quarterback and not just like uh, on the sideline. Like he's actually airing the shit out in the middle and really finding people on deep targets. So do I think when Drew's ready to come back, should he come back? Fuck yes. Drew said he's coming back next week. And it's about time, baby. We missed you. We're playing the Redskins, aren't we? Some shit like that. Which is definitely, once again, like NFL. Cardinals? Like NFL. Like one thing I'm going to say about the NFL. Cardinals. One thing I'm going to say about the NFL, it may be the Cardinals, which means that Drew should definitely come back for that practice-ass game. But, like, one thing I will say about the NFL is y'all need to change a couple names. <laughs> y'all definitely need to change. Like, I don't know how it's just let it slide. I do know because big business and NFL fans, big NFL fans really just do not care. But it's like, there's no reason that the that there still be, should be a team named the Redskins, and that's okay. Yo, you know, on like, a that's weird okay. side note, like, no, that's so fucked up. That's crazy. And they're just letting it rock. But it is the Cardinals, so as it goes, correct, of course. But the Chiefs at least made, like, their name the Chiefs. Like, that's definitely appropriating, but at the same time, it's kind of cool, like, because, you know, you want to be a Chief, you know? Of course, but, at like, least that's Redskins, someone that's just there. racist. Like, Redskins are just straight-up racist, and it's just like, we let it rock. But our next four games for the Saints is Cardinals, Falcons, Bucks and Panthers. That looks like three W's. And then me. back to the Falcons. Think, that looks like so. three W's to me in a row. Bro, the Panthers look like the only hard game. The way I looked at the rest of the season looks like, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it, but the rest of our season looks like what LSU is about to do the rest of theirs. We about to win out. Oh, speaking of LSU, that boy Burrow looked different. We different. got him. Heisman candidate. This is the first time I can remember, bro. Remember me trying to fake celebrate Zach Mettenberg. Me trying to fake celebrate Jordan Jefferson, bro. I, I was don't think sick we tried to, to celebrate that. Stomach during the Jefferson era. Sick to my fucking stomach. He's got brothers that are doing way better than him now. Way that more fire. Tough to see. That imagine you hate being to see. The oldest and your shit. Trash. That's how I and feel. Not sometimes. even like average. Your shit. That's how I feel sometimes. But. Moving right along from that deep admission from my psyche. Well, I don't even know how to react to that one, you know? <laughs> deep admission from my psyche as an older brother of the Opera family. I'm over here looking the at the left like, blow. like the Terrio look like in that one meme and like the Popeyes though. <laughs> um, so now we can talk about shit we actually care about. I mean, shout out to Louisiana teams. <laughs> NFL is just going, like, NFL is NFLing right now. The Eagles look dumpster track, make dog shit. I don't know what's going on with y'all niggas, but y'all need some milk. Y'all need some help. The, 49ers the Falcons are need to blow their team way up. Way better than they should be. The Falcons need to blow their team up and start over. Y'all don't need a team for the rest of the season. It's okay. I mean, but watch. Never mind. I'm not even going to speak that into existence. But Baltimore's doing what no one thought Baltimore would, could, would do except for black people. <laughs> Uh, so that's fire to see. Um, <laughs> that one just didn't make any sense to me. Isn't I was just like, that's like clear I thought we were all watching the same college football games, and the dude gets to the league and is doing the exact yeah. same thing, and people are like, whoa, 
How's that happening? They said he could actually throw, but it's like he wasn't just running. All right, never mind. This nigga um, would be in college games with like 400 rushing and 400 throwing. You're like, what? Imagine they tried to make him a running back, though. That would have been what? tragic. <laughs> that would have been tragic if so they put him in a box. And they were like, oh, we see you can run, but even though you play quarterback, we're going to make you do this. He said, nah. Oh. He said, nah, straight up. Because they tried to make him a running a running back or they wide said, receiver. They said, would you go into like the draft like this or whatnot? Would you? He was like, nigga, I'm a quarterback. Y'all saw me play quarterback in college. <laughs> like, what do y'all want me to do? But speaking of the NBA, I am sad to say that Zion Williamson had to get surgery on his meniscus. meniscus. It was a meniscus tear. He's out for six to eight weeks, I think they said. Or is it four yeah. to six weeks? One it's of those. six to eight. Six to eight. But realistically, six to eight, like, when? You know, starting from when? So it's like... From the news? I guess, or some shit like that. But it's saying he he can miss... They're saying he may miss at most, like, 30 games. Out of an 82-game season, it looks like he's either going to have to come back a super stunner, which obviously you want to ease him in. Yeah. Or... It's going to be an actual race for Rookie of the Year now because it was looking like he was going to be the obvious candidate. This nigga was averaging damn near 25 in the preseason, not even playing full minutes. Like, so, like... I know it's cool. You want to, like, think about the individual and, like, really hope for the best. Because I really thought, like, you know, no bullshit. And I feel like this isn't even, like, a hot take again. If he played every game or at least damn near every game, he'd clear-cut Rookie of the Year before he even steps into the league. Just without a doubt. Oh, for sure. Just if he plays, if he plays a season, mm-hmm. he is the Rookie of the Year. But that aside... I had the Pelicans getting about six seed. Now I think we're gonna get eighth, and the Mavs and uh, Mavs and Trailblazers are gonna finish above us. Yeah, I think we're gonna be struggling to get into playoffs now without him. And I'm not taking away from the rest of the team because I think we have some dogs on our West team. West is just deep, but if the West is super deep, and like having a key piece, which was looking like our one scoring option, you know, being taken out, you got to be realistic sometimes. Like it looks like it's we are gonna struggle a little bit. I hope, obviously, I hope the opposite. Um. But I'm just excited that, like, even though it's sad for our season, I'm still excited to see Zoe and B.I., like, mm-hmm. what they can do in New Orleans, see a lot of the young cats play. Every, there's excited gonna, to see Drew step into, Drew, like, of course. non-underrated bag. There's going to be a lot more of a spread now that Zion's not going to be there for a little while, which could actually benefit us more in the long run. Just like getting people more comfortable because they'll have more minutes. Yeah, but that Hayes is going to get a lot more playing time. And I've been trying to tell people that our terror is going to come year two. There were optimistic people like Ezigo, like thinking like it was going to start year one, but I was thinking year two of this team it was going to happen. But obviously, the optimism may have been true too, though. Like you never know. But that being said, I think we're both just in agreement about how excited we are. Just that the fact that NBA mm-hmm. is back. It starts you know tomorrow. NBA is fucking back. Like you see, like when this drops, because we may drop it in the morning, like depending how late it gets. Like when this drops. Y'all, NBA basketball is on the cusp. Like, we're on the horizon. Like, it's there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, countdown over with. And so, that's my most excited time of the year. After this free agency, you know how excited we've been. No, for sure. I've been stoked to see this shit start again. it's been two years damn near since I've seen Kristaps play. And he's playing with Luka? Come on, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've never been excited. So, I've never been this excited for... A double, and this is gonna. I don't want this to sound racist because I'm not like trying to make it sound racist. I've never seen a two white man combo like this in my life in the NBA. That is like inciting How's that this, even racist? Inciting That's this true. Comp, like excitement, like know? a rookie of the year and someone that was arguably the best, one of the best players in the NBA at a point, mm-hmm. and is really like on pace to like be a top three like of his generation. Like I'm sure. Like oh, it's gonna be dangerous, the dirty duo, and you know fucking um. 
What's their owner's name again? Omar Cuban is stoked because he said he wanted a Reich fucking Mavericks team anyway. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, JJ Bray is still. How old is that man? At least fifty two. JJ Bray at least seventy three. I don't know how he's still in the NBA, but that nigga's still putting up. Yeah, and he's still getting his money though. So and he's still five ten. So. Bro, fuck everything. I just forgot what happened today, bro. Jalen Brown just got a four year, one hundred and fifteen million dollar yeah, rookie extension. One hundred fifteen. Yeah, that um. It, it's a little early to give him that because he hasn't proven it yet, even though the potential is there. You still need to prove it at least for a whole season. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These niggas! That's not that much. That's not that much. NBA-wise, for like the talent Jalen Brown is, he might be over... He might. They might have overshot him 10 mil. They might have overshot him 10 or 15 mil. Bro, That's not that That much. 80 he was initially offered is what he should have taken for four No. Years. Not what he should have taken. No, no, no. Let me go ahead and say this, just so I can be very clear. Like, we joked about Siakam getting a max, like the 130. We joke about, like, Siakam Jim Brown with the 115. And, like, certain people's paychecks. I want y'all to know one thing. My black brother's eating. I don't care. I'm stoked. I am so happy that they get this money. But from a team standpoint, the... Fact that you are betting on his future is dope, but that's a max rookie extension. So the fact that you are betting on his future is dope, but you are taking away money from places where you're not even doing well. The thing and it's how are you gonna pay more thing, people? The thing is, if they didn't, somebody else is gonna pay him. Yeah, like a fucking Kings or somebody that no, wastes money. Bro, no, this, bro, no this, not waste money. Jalen Brown is a talent. <laughs> Bro, Jalen Brown is a talent. I'm not arguing him being a talent. You think, I'm saying this, he's you, think only the, you think only the Kings would give him as much as he wants, so he'd end up going for to sure. Like that. I think not only the Kings. There, I think there are like five teams in the NBA that would have given him the 115 other than Boston. Like sincerely, five teams maximum. Bro, people aren't dumb. Like Memphis the, giving him that money so bro, quick. I, that's one of the five teams. Like what the fuck? Like bro, it's like you can't. Memphis is bro. It's like you cannot keep risking and I you can obviously they're doing it but it's like sometimes you have to see results before you risk it like I would say sign up to the one year give him a the ass load for one year be like prove it this year and then it won't be a rookie extension yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. give you the full max yeah, next year yeah. I would plan it better so that we still have money to allocate cost to other players no, and shit that. like that but they already locked this nigga what if this nigga have a super fall next year like this nigga shave his head and he become Whoa. a Harvard announcer I'm sure they got some clause somewhere about how <laughs> they don't though no, I'm just, they're, they're, I swear to god they always come out these contracts like no this no that and then like two years later this player's boof and all of a sudden they magically found a clause talking about this nigga can get exiled from the NBA it's like oh so was this before? Like, I don't believe any of this shit. Like, it's, it'll work out how it works out. I'm just excited. I'm happy for my brothers eating. Bro. I'm just ready to see talent. I don't think the clip, bro. I think it's another LA dub, bro. LeBron and AD on the same team is too unfair. I think it's an LA dub too, just because I think health issues are already starting to come up, like whispers about health issues for um Kawhi and Paul George, or one of the two. Like, something's looking, like, maybe out for, like, a week or two, which is already kind of scary on, like, the, these are niggas that have had health issues. Yeah, up and what, down. What, what, what do they have in this time if they're already out? I think it was something, I think it might be PG might be shaky for the start of the season, which is, like, if you're banking on them as the dynamic duo in LA, I'm not going to lie to you. More and more, it's starting to look like to me after JaVale McGee was allowed to fake a knee injury and then come back and get a dunk, and these niggas were up by like 50 in the preseason. You think it's load managing? No, I I think it's an LA super dub this year. Like, I think the Lakers are the clear. Like, Uh. I already know they're the favorite, but I think it's a clearly these niggas, unless they really fuck it up, unless AD pulls an AD and finds a way to get injured at the worst time. Like, 
I, I think these niggas are the clear winner. Okay, so besides... I think LeBron's about to pull LeBron. He's about to be like, nah, we can't get first seed. I'm not trying to play, like, some dogs. Like, let's get, like, third or fourth seed. Like, this nigga like to do randomly. Same shit Brennan told me. I was like, I think they really could get the first seed. But if they really do try and do this load management shit and just, like, chill and, like, just get their shit, I think that they're going to go ahead and get, like, lower. But to be honest, I don't think that's the case. I think the <laughs> fact that they didn't even make playoffs last year... And then, you know, this year they're definitely coming out of the statement. AD's trying to be an MVP, like, for real, you know? Like, I think they're on their dog season. Like, LeBron's trying to make at least one, like, you will remember this year in L.A. Like, you got to make it happen sooner than later. I think they're going to definitely get the first seed. The only thing is, besides the KD, first year KD on the uh, Golden State, I think Golden State with the 73-9 year, you know, all things considered, I know they did lose, like, 3-1 in the finals. All things considered, I think this is the first team that we're going to see that is for real Showtime ever since then. Like, you're really seeing shit that it's just like, how is this happening on a consistent basis? No, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting. Like, there's no one in the East that can even compete with that team just being real. There's no one. The West is looking I think, debatable. In I a think the only series. team that can compete literally because of their size and, like, talent is uh, the, the Sixers. Sixers. It just depends how much the Sixers really improve. I mean, we've gone a few seasons with seeing like minor like improvements in the. Saw Ben Simmons hit that three. Ben Simmons got a jump shot now, so that is a huge improvement. I'm not sure how consistent, but I mean, he made a three, which is his first three in the NBA. So that's a huge improvement off rip. You got the shortest person on that starting lineup being Ben Simmons at like six nine, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure LA was going to give everybody matchup problems with their height. It's exciting to see the fact that like now, I guess like at least there's a team. This might be what like they were gearing up for in the East. That's what I, it's like. Really, if the Sixers don't make it out of the east i think it's 4-0 oh for sure for i think sure. it's 4-0 like by anybody because to be fair because the nets because joel Embiid, joel Embiid, if he plays in the finals if it was the L- la versus um the sixers mm-hmm. and ben simmons was able to spread the court with a shot then i think that it would be like four two four three lakers right if they because joel Embiid is going to give javel mcgee matchup problems like we've never seen before like like we've never seen before. But AD is about to give fucking who's the the power forward for is it Tobias Harris? Um nah, they, well, I I'm really drawing a blank now on who they picked up, but I know for the most part they got Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, uh Joel. They bro, these niggas got Al Horford. <laughs> I forgot about this. Oh shit. yeah, so so AD's about to put that nigga in his lunchbox and take him to and take him to school. Yeah, Horford's getting embarrassed every every time <laughs> every they possession. Run court. It's just going to be a battle of Embiid or AD scoring forty or fifty a game. And then you have to remember that there's a little player named LeBron James on the Lakers. And to be fair, I'm I'm just saying it. I still think LeBron's the best player in the world right now. So LeBron, this is the season I think he's trying to prove to people that he's not old. So I think he's trying to average like forty in the playoffs type. Shit. I'm not gonna lie; it would be almost poetic if he won the finals. And then after, like, the last play on the last game, like, it's, like, a jump shot or whatever. Uh, no, it's literally, like, a dunk. A dunk in, like, 0.5 seconds to, like, seal the victory. His legs just explode. His calves can't take it anymore. They just blow up. I would definitely just go ahead and chalk him down as the greatest ever dude. If shit. LeBron's legs exploded, he would win the craziest lawsuit I've ever seen in my life against the manufacturers of his HGH. Because that nigga is not going to let his legs explode. <laughs> And that nigga have cyborg legs. Like, I promise he's got titanium rods or whatever the fuck type shit in there. Like, he good. He's good. Dude, he's I good. wonder. I wonder. <laughs> Don't worry about Braun. Worry about yourself, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the fuck this man's going to have to do to get through another season. LeBron, I'm a different specimen, James. Well, but 
I feel horrible, so I kind of wanted to get out of here, take a shower, and try try to feel a little less gross. Do you have anything else? Damn, dude. Uh, no, you, feel, just you get sick. You're a human being. I didn't even know, man. I thought you were cut from a different cloth. My name is Chuka. <laughs> My name is Ezigo. And this is the, the off space space space. space. Bro, I want to kill you sometimes, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs>